Hi everyone and welcome to Words with That One Lady. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode of the podcast. Uh, like you know, we've been doing a graduate series and I have another guest in the house to help us with today's topic. So hi guest, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Chini. I'm super excited to be here. <laughs> yes, 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 guys. We have Chini in the house. Chini is my day one. We've known each other for too long. Well, very long. I feel like I've known her for like the first the good birth of her, but no, I've just known her for a couple of years now. <laughs> and I love her a bit. And I'm excited that she's on this episode with us. And today, myself and Chini will be talking about now that you have moved to the international world, world worlds above the international waters, friendships, <laughs> relationships, as an international student starting grad school. How is this important? How does this work? What happens? We're going, we're going to do our best to, to x-ray it, you know, <laughs> where we go with this. Right. Exactly. This should be an interesting one. So, Chini, tell us, Um, you know, you want to give us a little bit about, are you in grad school? Have you finished grad school? Give us a little bit of that background. Oh, so I have completed my grad program. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to finish. <laughs> I was supposed to finish in the summer of 2020, um, but because of everything that was going on in 2020, I extended to August. Um, mm-hmm. So yes, I finished my master's program August of 2020. Awesome. Do you want to tell us like what program you did? Ah, oh, I'm working class. You know. <laughs> what program did you do for your master's? Also, I did an MSc in communication at Illinois State University. Awesome. <laughs> Great stuff. Like, so that's, so that means you started your program in 2018, if you finished in 2020? Yes. So I started in the fall of 2018. Um, yeah. So that was in August 2018. Awesome. And I finished in 2020. An intense two years, very intense. But totally worth it. <laughs> exactly. I know, right? That's what everybody that's come on the podcast has actually said. Like, it, yeah. It's like a lot of work, a lot of energy, a lot of like things go into it. But at the end of the day, you'll be proud and like excited that you got through that pro you got through that process. So that's yeah, amazing. Absolutely. Exactly. So when let, let's let's get into this. We're talking about friendships and relationships in or as an international student. So tell me what exactly mm. and, and as it relates to grad school. What were your thought process when it came to how you wanted to get through it? Or when you started the program, I mean? Yeah. Okay. So funny enough, my thoughts um, before the program was very different from my reality when I actually mm-hmm. got to Illinois, right? Where my school is. Um, yeah. So before I started my grad program, I was like, oh, you know, I'm a very friendly person i'm going to talk about my grad program all the time on instagram connect with people try to meet people from all over chicago and in other and in other cities and all of that and then i got to grad school first there was so much going on all the paperwork you had to do all your documentation get associated it was just so much to do that i didn't want to say hi to anybody i just needed to like figure out everything so i definitely thought that i would be the biggest social butterfly and i'll just be like yes be the most popular on campus and all of that that was a lie (laughs) that didn't happen um 
but I would say that it definitely helped that I was open-minded and I was open to making new friends, right? So I had also reached out to, I had been reaching out to a couple of people before I traveled. Um, so my roommates, one of my roommates, we already spoke over the phone, already followed each other on Instagram before we started living together. And she was a huge support system throughout yeah. my grad program. Um, so... I would say that it wasn't as easy as I thought it would be, right? Um, just making yeah. new friends and all of that. But it definitely helped that I was open to the idea of meeting people um, and all of that. But it was, I just quickly realized that, nope, this wouldn't be easy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's so true. Like, how long did it take you to make your first, like, real friend and have, like, a real company in grad school? How long did it take? Ah... So aside from my closest roommate, who I would say already became my friend even before we resumed. So we mm-hmm. just, you know how you meet some people and you just hit it off yeah. real easy. So we just hit it off real easy. So she was my first actual friend in grad school. We were classmates, we were roommates. So it was easy. It was like a match made in heaven. But apart, aside from her, when I think about it, aside from her and my other roommates, so I was friends with my roommates, um, it was, it took quite a while to make other friends in my department. And I'll tell you why. Um, so a lot of people from my program, they graduated from the undergrad program, right? Exactly. exactly. That's what always happens. You get my point? So they were already friends, right? <laughs> they had like references to things that happened in undergrad or, you know, sororities and all of those things. And I'm like, so it was a bit difficult because they just had their own references had taco tuesdays you know had all of these things and me i'm just like so it took a bit of time to make a new friend per se i would say that i didn't start connecting with people very well until after my first year my mm. closest friends were my roommates and a few other Nigerians that I had met via the Nigerian Students Association, but yeah. new friends like from scratch, like people I didn't know before. Yeah. It was just hard to break into that circle, honestly. Yep. I agree with you. See, that one year thing happened to me too. I, really, I think the only person that I had as a friend was like my roommate and um, her friends. Like it was like roommate, friends of my roommate, friends of my roommate, friends. And that was like all I had for like one year and let me say three months. I did have one friend though that I made during like the international student orientation, which were very close friends for like to the end of our program, even till date. Um, it's like, it's hard. I wouldn't lie. Like when it comes to making friends in grad school, you have this expectation that I'm going to a new place. I'm with so many people. I'll have friends, blah, blah, blah. And you get there and you're like, uh, when will that happen? I'm like, wait, what? And this is me being the introverted person. Right. And it was too difficult for me. Um, there's just a lot. It is overwhelming. Um, it is overwhelming. I mean, it helps definitely to, try to find your tribe so yeah. some people also try to now be friends with all the nigerian students me i think it's better to mix right um, yes. because you are in a new country which is oh you know what the best part of grad school was with making friends it was new york so when after my first year and i had a summer internship i made friends 
that are still my friends still today. I yes. think because New York is maybe it's a city. So in Illinois and where I went to school specifically, um, it's called Normal Illinois, and then downtown is Bloomington. It was a smaller town. A lot of them knew one another, so it was hard to yeah. break in. But during my summer internship, I met people from other unis. I met, and then it was so easy to make friends. And that was it for me. Like the friends I made then, they're still my friends still today. So I think that if you're in a place where it's easy to break this, the, the ice and all of that. But if you're in a smaller town, you know how America is. Yeah. You know, the smaller towns that are especially like white dominated, they yeah. have their own ways of doing their own thing. Exactly. And like all those, the mostly college towns that it happens like that. College towns are kind of hard yeah. to like break into friendships because everybody knows everybody. You're new in this area. You don't know the ups and beats about it. You're just going to want, you, you, your, your goal initially is to go settle in. I mean, you go when you realize that, oh, I need to also make friends. But you're so engulfed in like schoolwork, all these things to do that you don't have time to yeah make friends so you have yeah. to be, either you're settling into school or you're making so much friends and to be able to make friends you need to be out there going to all the events going to everything about school the bars, pubs. <laughs> exactly you're going to the bars and the pubs and it's just your kind of thing it's going to be kind of hard but right. another thing that helped me to make friends um in grad school i remember was um church so um, I don't know if people, if you're listening and you don't do church, that's totally okay. School events are like one big place to make friends. School events, big place to make friends. But the question is, how many of these school events would you go to? How many of these would you not go to? Like, it's- I advise people to go because like when you can, please go. There's always free food. There's also... Oh, that's so true. <laughs> so it was so good, right? the so in my school right the bone center which is where we host like all the school events was connected to the library so i would just set a time on my calendar to know when it's time for for the event and just walk from the library to the bone center sit down for like 30 minutes it's free food maybe with a free t-shirt get a water bottle and go back to the library that's free lunch (laughs) guys this is so Ooh. so yes free, free t-shirts please go um, just, and you know, yeah you actually meet people you might not be friends yeah. right off the bat but just like seeing Ooh, people bro. over and over yeah say hi to people i do actually um i met a lot of people that way from just events and then um grad students are also big on facebook right so someone will add oh you my up on god facebook. i hate that thing I, so don't, I don't know why like everybody <laughs> <is a> <laughs> I literally abandoned Facebook before I left Nigeria. And I got, like, I'm I like, know. wait, what? Everybody around me is like, Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. I'm like, please hold on. It's just Instagram. There's all the social media pages. Like, why Facebook? But yeah, I agree with that. I remember yeah. in grad school with the food part. Coming back to what you talked about about food. My school was so funny where they would have events in so many places on campus. And they literally would bring it to the library and keep it there like <laughs> leftovers. i mean like they would make announcements i'm like hi everyone if you need food um dinner um we have something downstairs at floor one come grab something and i'm like yo dinner time let's go <laughs> are you serious that's wow. what they used to do a so lot cool. no school. oh my god that is so cool <laughs> grad school was the best place for free lunches and free dinners like you never ever look for food there's always somewhere on campus if you find if you look very well you'll find yeah. free food 
Nah, tip guys, if, if you don't take anything from today, as you're starting your grad school program in September, make sure you watch out for all those events. Don't say I will not go. Even if you don't make any friend at that event, fam, you're gonna get good food. You take right? some away. Nobody's gonna look at you funny. Take some away and you're gonna feel good. They know grad school students need food. So take it. Now coming <laughs> exactly, that's the truth. Coming back to your conversation about um, New York um, in summer of 2019, I remember yes. that we met before, right before then. And like oh, you said, yes. <laughs> connecting on social media, so, so, so true. I remember, um, how did we meet? We met through social media with Sophie. We were on a Instagram live, if I'm not right. wrong yes oh my god that's it was true. you and i think it was you and sophie on instagram live and i was commenting yes oh my goodness literally <laughs> we all were on that like we were commenting and we we're talking and we just clicked on the when are we talking about like long distance relationships or something yes we're talking about long distance <laughs> relationship on instagram live and we were talking talking and we just all we clicked like that conversation was cool and Sophie, if you guys don't know who Sophie is, she's a big, awesome social media influencer right now and an amazing individual. She's the oddity on Instagram. But yes, we met on Instagram Live. We said DMing each other. Then we moved from DMs to FaceTimes every Sunday. If you remember oh, them. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, yes. Oh then my those God. Sundays, we would rant about grad school problems and all that. Then we all graduated from our master's program. Like, yo... Oh my yes. god, like I remember, I, I think I just finished with my own master's program then when I met both of you. Yeah. So yes, no, yes. and I met, yes, I'm so excited. Like, when I think about it, I'm like, wow. And I met yes. Shini in person in New York during her summer program, uh, yes. summer internship. And since then, we've been friends till now. So, one of the perks of meeting people that are in grad school, it yes. comes in handy. And it does. It does. Yeah, we've both of us has moved. We've moved countries and continents so far, and we still talk. We are still good, and, as in we still talk every time as much as we can. And no, see, guys, like when we talk about friendships, like people stress about how it can happen, where it can happen, with whom it can happen. But the thing is, take the step one after the other. Go to that event in school. Talk to that one person. It might be hard, though. It's not an easy process. So, But the thing <laughs> is, when you meet good ones, man, they make sense. When you meet good ones, like good friends, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be glad you did. So going forward from that, Chini, um, if I remember you said that your friendships started a year after you, you entered into grad school how did it feel when you were beginning to settle into your friendships and you were about to finish your program oh my god it felt so much better <laughs> second year of grad school was bliss absolute bliss and i should <laughs> it was bliss like i can't believe how different second year was from first year yeah. so i should first say that even our friends like myself you and sophie it yeah. was a blessing, right? And I should also say this to the um to our listeners, right? I should also say that look beyond your school, right? Like or yeah. your program. For example, you're my friend, Sophie's our friend, and we always had like like you said, the Sunday FaceTime that was so good. Like it prepared us for the week. We would rant, we would you know encourage each other and yeah. Before we even met in New York, like we had never met, it was just Instagram, right? From yeah, 
Sophie's life to just being friends and supporting each other through grad yeah. school. There'll be times where Sophie would call me and would just be like, oh my God, I can't do this. Like, I absolutely can't do this. I'm going to drop out, you know? <laughs> and we'll just, like, <laughs> we'll just like motivate each other. So people should actually look beyond their programs and their schools you know you never know there might be one grad student in another country and you can relate to their struggles and they can relate to your struggles um yeah. and you hit it off right and yeah. even beyond grad school like both of you are still my really good friends so, exactly that's true you know. guys what you, what you just said is actually very interesting because if i remember it very correctly i was in massachusetts chini was in illinois chicago yeah. and um sophie was all the way in dc like exactly. we we're three people in different aspects of the US at the time. And exactly. we we're just like we came together to help each other get through what school was and what grad school was all about. But sincerely, like looking beyond your school environment, because sometimes when to be sincere, let's not even lie. In our different programs, some of us were like some of us were like the one percent of like the black individuals. Oh now. my god, tell me about it. Sometimes <laughs> it was um that's like it's so true. Sometimes you're that one black person in the midst of um a, a very wide populated different individuals in your group, in your class, and you're just that one person and you don't have that support system, you don't have that yeah. person to look onto look beyond your class, look beyond your department, look beyond your school. You might find people. And the thing is now, I know someone will be like, oh, that's stressful. Why do I need to go through all that process of meeting people? Like, can't I just have people there? In your school, you have the Black Students Association, African Students Association. Those groups come in handy. So handy. I remember myself, I got into being the community chair, community service chair for the African Students Association. And I made so many friends from there so right. many i just thought that it was my second year and i was like well, i was almost done with my program but it was it made my second year i think the life was in second year like so much easier what do you think Chini? so was it the same for you like your second year was way better than your first year yes it was but if the sad thing was i was almost done with my program and i was leaving this friendship that i had made because most of them were like right. still in school and i was transitioning to the world of like working and i said like, oh god right again right yeah it was the same for me right um so like you said you were more involved in the association and make new friends for me yeah. as well first year because there was just so much to do right um school i was in a program that apparently they one of the highlights of the program is that they um graduate the best phd students right oh. so a large majority of people who graduate from my program go ahead to do PhDs. And I'm like, I'm not studying to, do, <laughs> to mm. embark on a PhD, but basically my program was intense. So my yeah. first year, there were like lots of 25 page papers and all of those things. And it was just intense. So I didn't really prioritize going out or being involved with the Nigerian or African Students Association. Um, mm. And even like there was also the Black Graduate Students Association that was so helpful in my second year. But my first year, I did not prioritize attending all of these things or being involved. However, after my first year, results came out. I'm like, okay, this is not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not stupid. After all, they're not going to kick me out. I'm not going to lose my graduate assistantship. It's very important. Oh <laughs> um, so second year, I was a bit more open 
I was attending all of these things. I mean, I also still prioritized my education and, you know, my career and all of those things, but I was more involved and I made more friends. So it almost, the better part is when you're leaving, actually, sadly. The better part is when you're leaving. (laughs) I totally agree with that. The better part is when you're beginning to pack your load and go. But that that being said, we'll delve into a, a lot about the friendship part of it. Um, let's get into relationship aspect of things. And when I'm talking about relationships, I'm talking about romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, well, first of all, me, I'll preface by saying I personally did not do any dating in grad school because my mindset, wow. was, I was more of grad school. I want to survive. I want to complete this. And I said, it just mm-hmm. was a struggle to hold both of them together. How did that work for you, Ginny? Girl, dating was quite interesting. So I dated all through grad school yeah. um, and it was a long distance and mm-hmm. it was difficult. Um, it was difficult. <laughs> to no, say the sure least. It was difficult, but it was also because I knew that I wanted to do it and I wanted to be this person afterwards. Um, that's what made it work. But um, generally, I would say that I don't advise people to actually go into long distance relationships generally, right? Especially if that's what you're starting as. So if there's no commitment to do long distance, I don't think it's fun. I don't think it's just like all jokes. So definitely don't do it. If I wasn't committed to the person I was with, I would have actually explored. Um, So I'm an advocate for meeting people, talking to people, especially when you're young, in your twenties, thirties, um, so I think that I would have talked to people and all of that um, yeah. if I wasn't dating at that time. But yeah. I was dating, yeah, and I <laughs> it was difficult um, because the time difference, right? Like, oh yeah, that's true. I remember that. Yes, too. you can't like talk in the morning or something. You're texting. It was it was it was difficult, but uh it was difficult <laughs> no, no i totally agree and, and going forward from that because i don't i don't think i want to del- delve into that a lot because it's more like the, what people really have issues with in grass because mostly like making connections with people and we've really gone into that and i just want to touch based on the romantic relationship because so many people have this thought process of oh do i go ahead with that if i had a relationship or do i go ahead my point to them is if you want to do it if you're down with long distance that's where it is then go ahead and do it there's no right or wrong answers when it comes to relationships you just yeah. try it and see if it works for you or not because you don't know what you go there and encounter especially when you're leaving home to a whole right. different environment altogether it's a lot it's a lot both right. you and your partner have not well, been <laughs> right can i give so for people who decide to actually do it can i give them like one or two tips <laughs> yes go ahead i was gonna ask you that next like any tips for okay so even though you know when people so one of my friends recently was going to school in america and there's this guy that she had been talking to and i was like yeah, yeah like if you aren't committed yet i don't think you should do it um, because you're getting to know this person long distance, but if your heart says you should do it and you know, you, you have this conversation with this person and you want to do it, like you said, do it if you want to do it. Um, so I did it for two years and first, honestly, it is expensive, especially if you plan to see each other. So think about that and keep some money aside for flying. Right. So I flew, I actually traveled to Nigeria twice, um, during my program and my, boyfriend also traveled twice i think um so it's expensive 
<laughs> so keep some money aside for that. Yeah. I would also say that um, just be open, right? Um, have conversations with this person. So what works for you? Um, people say that, oh, have a schedule, have a time where you speak. And I flexible, you know, I'm a spontaneous person. So I would say you should definitely let them know, right? Also, I'm at work from this time to this time. Um, my lunch break, we will talk. Um, he, like, he would know like my time, the time for my classes and all of that. So you have to be very open. Trust is a huge thing as well, right? Yeah. So the other person is over the oceans in another continent and they are partying with friends. You know, you have to have that conversation. Um, what else would I add to it? When you are together, make the time count because that's yes. you might have just one week. Make it count. Honestly, some of the best times now that we're in the same place and being in the same space is fantastic, but I promise you some of the best moments that we had was actually from when we were dating long distance, right? And we got to see each other um, here and there. Those are some of the best memories we created because we were going to maximize that time. So make the best use of it. Don't see each other once a year and go and fight. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go and fight. Who is this? Who is that? Who is this? Who is that? No. Fight before you go there. So if you are going to fight, Fight and break up. I know that. Oh, I'm not going to waste my money. <laughs> true, <laughs> to travel. Or, you know, fight, settle it before you go and have a great time. Have quality conversations. Um, and schedule things. So there's Netflix party. You guys can do that. Yeah. And be open-minded, Sha. If it works out, fantastic. If it doesn't work out, you know you tried. Exactly. That's so true. Like, it's a lot of work. Like, a same, same thing that goes for friendship where it's hard to make these friendships, keep these friendships and let them grow. The same thing, like, almost applies to relationship. The question is, are you guys new into the process of dating before this grad school business came into be? What was the top process? What did you guys decide to do? Now that you're about to do it, what are you going to do to help this happen? It takes two exactly. to tango. Both of you need to decide that this is what's going to happen. Take it from somebody that doesn't know so much about this and did not date during grad school. I did it right after, like a couple right. months after grad school. So I don't know so much about, like, what dating in grad school is like. But of course, I did have people that I liked, like someone I liked, and I was like, do I want to? And the fear of not knowing what my next step was, was like my mm. biggest concern. And I was like, no, 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 right. no, 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 no. Yes. Oh my God. That's so true. Like, it's, it's a lot. Like, grad school puts you in a phase of, I don't know what I'm doing next. I don't know where I'm going next. I don't know what part of my life is, what my life is going, shape my life is going to take. But like, yeah. my advice every time is, take the time, do what you have to do for now to cope with now, to survive with now, then let 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 the now detect how it's going to work, how it's going to happen. Yeah. But like if you I'm overthink not... things, it's stressful. Go ahead, Chine. Right. I was going to say something real quick that just dropped when you said, you know, consider your um just all the determining factors. Yeah. One thing is if you're, grad school is a lot, it is stressful, right? It is intense. So if you're in a relationship at all, whether it's long distance or you're in the same space, I think one of the most important things to consider is, is this relationship a support system or is it stressing me? Yep. Because grad school is already stressful. So don't add something that actually takes away from you and bites you in the face, right? So if you're in a long distance relationship, but this person is your support system, please, by all means, don't throw that away, right? Mm. Um, so for me, I, I would always tell you, 
um, my boyfriend at the time was such a supportive person. And like you said, grad school is so, especially when you're an international student, you don't know what next. You don't know whether you're going to another country. You don't know whether you're going to stay back. You don't know whether you're going back home, right? And that uncertainty also applies to the relationship. Are you going to go back home to be with this person? Are they going to come and be with you? So please, please, and please, if it seems like they're going to add more stress and more trouble to you, take it from me. Uh, please don't do it. But if you feel like this is somebody that you can actually have conversations with, they're your support system, they're helping you get through the stress, Yes, that's what we want. Anyway, <laughs> that's so true. That's so true. Like, but the thing is, have the back of your mind that when it comes to friendships and relationships, as it relates to being an international student in a different land, you're going to make mistakes with your friendships. You're going to make mistakes with your relationships. You're going to make mistakes. And me, I am one that went through that different slides of things that happened and trying to correct things and trying to fix things. The anxiety and the 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 over like overthinking process of being in grad school plays into several parts of your life and um, don't beat yourself up when it happens you just have to learn from them and move on as much as we're giving tips for all these things you can get so caught up with work and school and everything that you're doing that you neglect some parts of your life and you learn from it you would you know pick yourself up from it and be like okay i made mistake in that like you acknowledge the mistake and you move on but make sure that in all that you're doing your co- like we already talked about considering all the connecting parts of it like it's it's a lot it's a lot though when i think about it i'm like oh my god how did you do this like how <laughs> no it is it is for sure. Tineza, we're wrapping up this episode. Can you, do you have any any last tips like to share? One thing, what's that one thing that got you going in grad school? Yeah, that would be our last tip of the day. Huh. One thing that got me going, hmm, that's tough to pin down one thing. Um, but I know that throughout the process, I was looking at the results. Like I mm. knew that. I knew that this was going to be the best decision of my life. Mm-hmm. So just I was just like, keep going, keep going. This would be the best decision of your life. And so far, going to grad school has been one of the best decisions of my life. It has boosted my confidence. It has made me fearless in some way. Like if I could do that, I can do anything. Um, so that was one thing that kept me going. I knew that this was, an incubation period for me and that yeah. it would be fantastic um at the end of it all so sure. i could see lights at the end of the tunnel um yeah, and even after just my first year i knew that i was a different person so even when covid happened and you know I, I was in a different country and all of that i just told myself to keep going like you're not going to throw all of this away because yeah. one thing is stopping you, right? Like you would be done with your program and you'll be so, so proud of yourself. Yeah. You'll be so proud of yourself. And that just kept me going. Like, you know, this is not something that everybody does, right? It takes That's a lot true. of determination. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of focus to do it. And you've decided to do this and you're amazing. And you're going to do it. That kept me going, just knowing that it was light at the end of the tunnel. And yes. I was going to get some amazing reward for doing this. Yeah. That's amazing. That's a very good way to wrap things up, Chini. I agree with you when you say 
what keeps one going like me personally what kept me going was the fact that i was thinking about how much of improvement will come into my life from going through mm. grad school how much of a new person i was going to be mentally if not physically of like maybe i if not that even if i wasn't carrying myself like oh yes now i'm a master at something but it was a more thought process of now you can you know match up to this you can apply for this you can do this now because you now have this masters like the the world of opportunity that's that was that seemed to be open to me from having to go through this process of grad school was one thing that kept me going sometimes it was it was hard i know if you remember there were times when you just be like why in the world am i doing this this is really important <laughs> like why am i doing this why am i going through this stress but the thought process of you can do this and my friends like chini sophie having to have that conversation every time that we had those conversations and we ranted and we're like oh my god and we could see that we are all going through almost the same thing made me feel like yeah. wait you're not the only one going through this. Every other, imagine students, like the millions of students out there. You're not the only one. So you can do this. And thinking about it now, when I walked across the stage and went through the whole graduate process and seen that I had the certificate, I was like, whew. I know. Oh, my crazy. God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you write your CV and you're like, master's in da-da-da-da, and you're like, wow, <laughs> I did that. Or when you're talking to someone, I was like, yes, now do my master's. You'd be like, yeah, what? So I went through that. Like, it's it's so much rewarding. I think at this point in time, like when you're listening to me now and you're maybe in grad school, your first year, you're like, <laughs> I beg you, you the stress I'm going to go through. It's going to be worth it eventually. Oh, so pace it. yourself. Exactly. So pace yourself. Take, take a deep breath in. Learn through the process. Trust the process. Enjoy the process. Even though there's nothing really enjoyable right now that you're listening to me. But just take your time. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Like we say that whole enjoy the process and you're like, huh? What process? This one that they're stressing me up and down. I cannot enjoy. Just take take your time and just enjoy it. It'll be worth it eventually. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, this has been a really nice conversation. Friendships and relationships. We all went through it and you're going to go through it listening to this. And now maybe you're listening to this and you went through it as well and you're like, man, I can relate. Please drop us a comment and let us know what well, how was it like for you friendships and relationships in grad school how did it go and i said going in if you're new and you're just starting how are you thinking about it and yeah i would go ahead and reply as much as i can so Ginny, thank you so much for joining us today we appreciate thank you. you thank you for having me um yes, and, you know <laughs> wishing the best to everybody who's listening and i know exactly. that there with covid Exactly. but you've got this um, i know grad school is you know such a different experience now but yes it's it fine. is like we said leverage social media be safe um but you know still try to connect with people um in ways that you can yes exactly so guys my darling friend chini here who is the master of masters uh she has a very amazing brand too you know that's another thing that comes with going to grad school the world of opportunity that opens to you uh it's amazing so chili go ahead plug your brand for us thank you very much (laughs) thank you for the plug um so how this business started in grad school um you know i would so i have an ankara dress right now um i love like ankara prints and ethnic earrings and accessories and all of those things and I would just notice that my friends would ask me, so, oh, how did you, where did you get that from? And, you know, be like, oh my God, this is so nice, this is so nice. So when I came back, 
to Nigeria. Actually, I came on holiday and I was like, you know what? I could start a business, right? I could actually make Ankara um, print dresses and ethnic accessories, head wraps and all of that available in the US and to Nigerians in diaspora everywhere, honestly. And that's how I started my business, our African brand, and I did from grad school. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yes, I do that. Um, it is at our African brand on Instagram and all the social media platforms. And the website is ourafricanbrand.com. It's been an amazing experience running a business. Um, and right now I'm in Nigeria um, and then we're shipping to all of these countries. It's amazing. It is mind blowing. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what that is about. <laughs> exactly guys see so when we say the world of opportunities that come from grad school like the places you go to you just realize the lack the 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 distance between people in diaspora and people in your home countries and because you're new here you want to help fill that opportunity or fill those those lacks and gaps and you come up with some amazing business just like my friend just did with our african brand so guys go ahead and follow them on instagram at our african brand and please check out their website and buy all the amazing pieces there are always launches i think every couple of months so go ahead and follow and keep in touch thank you thank you so much <laughs> thank you so much for this episode guys we hope you enjoyed it Please let us know if you did. And of course, we'll have Chini some other time to talk about some other interesting topic. Until then, guys, have an amazing day. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to today's episode of the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. Remember, you can always share this episode to your friends and families and your friends and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or whatever social media page that you use. If you enjoyed this episode, please do well to follow the podcast on whatever app you're listening to right now so that you can get a notification when I upload a new episode. Don't forget, you can also follow the podcast on Instagram at that one lady, which is D-A-T. O-N-E-L-A-D-Y. If you have any questions or suggestions for an episode, please send me an email at thatonelady at gmail.com, which also is D-A-T-O-N-E-L-A-D-Y at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening once again. Until next time, remember to keep living, keep loving, and ensure you're living your truth. Have a great day, guys. Bye.